Um, but for Netflix, you know, again, we're mostly focused on how do we do entertainment that you feel like you got to watch and, you know, stay up late at night. doing your own movies for a couple years, you're ramping up now. I read uh, you're going to spend about $400 million on four movies that are coming out this year, okay. give or take. You can never believe what you read ago. Sometimes. Um, Um, you know, what, what we're really focused on is how do we push the creative boundaries um, and doing shows that uh, bring people together, are exciting, sometimes they polarize people. Hey folks, this is Pat here. And before you listen to this episode, I want to preface it with a message. So you're about to hear an hour of audio. We actually recorded two hours of audio in classic how original style. However, after careful consideration, uh, George and I have decided to only release the first hour because it would legitimately kill your brain cells to listen to the second hour. Like, not only is it not good, it's actively bad. And the reason for that is because George and the guest we had this episode, but predominantly George, uh, became reprehensibly drunk on White Claw surges, and the podcast lost all narrative momentum, all nuance and insight. Uh, it really devolved to a uh, a caveman state. So you're really not missing anything by <laughs> by having this hour removed. In fact, you're gaining an hour of your life back that you can go and use to do something. Something for the betterment of others. Although, if you're one of our listeners, it is very unlikely you will do that. Uh, you probably make everybody's life worse with your presence. But yeah, I just wanted to give you a warning because things do end very abruptly. And I debated, do I put this disclaimer at the start of the episode? Do I put it at the end? Or do I not put it anywhere and we do a Sopranos cut to black? Um, because I don't think people are owed closure in life. You know, there are very few situations where you get closure. Uh, but you know, I, I thought that would be a bit cruel. So this is my warning and I'm going to give you a quote to reflect upon. This is from Henry Adams. He says, chaos was a law of nature. Order was the dream of man. And I sometimes think about that quote when the world is a harsh, chaotic, uncaring place you know and the the best laid plans go go up in smoke don't worry though uh george has been reprimanded appropriately i've docked his pay for this week and i've told him if this ever happens again that i will be starting a to be originals podcast and he will never see me again so yeah i think in the future we are going to take another stab at a to all the boys episode and i'm thinking in season two we might uh, base the narrative arc upon that trilogy the way we're doing in season one for the kissing booth but yeah just wanted to let the loyalists know what's up sometimes when a dish comes out of the kitchen it's a little undercooked overcooked uh whatever the case may be um but yeah we we hope you enjoy this episode all right here's the show And we're live. We are rolling. Welcome back to How Original, Season 1, Episode 9. We have a fucking guest in the house today. Who? <laughs> well, if our guest would get near the Say mic. Say his name. Say his name, Pat. <laughs> say hashtag, Joe. Hashtag, hashtag say my name. Yeah. Joe is What's over good? his computer pouring a white cloth surge <laughs> into like an aluminum cup. What's what's good, Howard? You know how are y'all doing? So we definitely didn't struggle at all with getting multiple mics set up, and and we definitely <laughs> didn't like backpedal and go back to two in the end. <laughs> no, no. And despite what people will say on the subreddit, we definitely didn't install a whole new version of voice meter. Have it not work? Uninstall it. Reinstall the original voice meter because 
we're very professional podcasts and we would never make careless mistakes like that. And we would never allow George and Joe to be on the same mic like Aerosmith, <laughs> like Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. No, we're, we're not. Is that sh- the other guy? We're, we're not we're not sharing straws in the same like apple teeny no joe's a very macho man i'm looking him up and down right now he has a he yeah, has uh let's say beard lengths wise he's uh he's like the mids beard in terms of like us three pat has the thickest beard i right. have i have the l- least beard <laughs> and you have the mids the mids beard in terms yeah. of like beard levels and yeah. it is a spectrum as many things yeah. are it is a spectrum man everything's in, a spectrum yeah. in, in terms of the girth of the beard yes i would agree yeah yeah there there was perhaps an undisclosed amount of white claws as this podcast was being set up so <laughs> i don't know it's it's friday night you, you guys are in for a wild one friday night just lights under, un, under <laughs> dull lights friday Friday nights are for Du Bois I've loved before. <laughs> so the movie this episode is uh, to all the boys I've loved before. We have a lot of hot takes about Vancouver filming locations. Uh, this is the first movie we're covering that is filmed in Vancouver. So we have a lot to get into. Uh, but to kick things off, I really quickly... Should I explain who Joe is or should I just read an email? No, read an email. <laughs> read an email okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, Joe's just here. He's just... He's just a part of it. Um, okay, so we have an email from a listener who I realized that I've also DM'd with a bit on our Instagram <laughs> account. So this listener and I have kind of chopped it up before about ChatGPT and its limitations. Uh, he was putting me on to like the evil version of ChatGPT, <laughs> which is like if Venom takes ChatGPT over and it can just like say wild out of pocket stuff. Right. So I need to figure out how to activate the quote unquote do anything now model of ChatGPT. The one that's going to like... Uh fucking body shame yeah the one the one that's gonna body shame kink shame (laughs) the one that's gonna you know tell me what's up um the one where when you tell it write praise for donald trump it will do it yeah because i showed you the screenshot where my buddy was like uh write a poem in praise of donald trump and it was like i can't do that and then write a a poem in praise of joe biden and it gave like the most cringe poem (laughs) anyway so shout out to this listener for turning me on to the base version of ChatGPT. This email reads, subject, favorite Netflix film, concern about objectification, and a special mention of Joe Pesci's performance. So when I first read the subject line, I'm like, oh shit, did we say something bad about women? Is that like the objectification? But turns out that's not. Um, I'm not going to read the whole email. Uh, Dear Pat and George, greetings from a faithful loyalist of How Original Podcast. Strong start. I hope this email finds you both in excellent health and high spirits. Ah, ha- mental or physical health? High like, By high spirits, do you mean like surge white claws? Because yes, <laughs> I do have high spirits <laughs> flowing through my veins right now. Correct. Uh, I want to reach out to you today to share with you my favorite Netflix film, The AI Observer. George, have you heard of this? I, the AI Observer? No, I thought that like I know about The Observer. Isn't that like a joke newspaper? The Observer? I believe so. What's Joe, that? is that a newspaper? Is that anything? The the uh, the Observer. Yeah. Is that the SFU newspaper? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was, I was published in the SFU uh, World Literature Magazine at one time, which is not the newspaper. And then they had to uh, issue a retraction and an apology. <laughs> uh, so this this reader, no, this listener goes on to say. This film has left a lasting impression on me as it brings to light the dangers of chat AI systems objectifying individuals and dehumanizing them. Uh, da, da, da. I also want to take a moment to give a special shout out. We love shout outs to Joe Pesci's phenomenal performance as an anthropomorphic laundry basket. Huh. In so this film, the AI Observer. Yeah. Interesting. His portrayal was so convincing. It, it was almost as if the laundry basket was alive. Um, da, 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 da. Dude, if, if my laundry <clears throat> basket was live, it would have some things to say. I feel like it would be like, stop putting dirty clothes inside me. <laughs> 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 also at the it, would, it would say your cum rags have a lifespan they don't <laughs> at some point you need to you need to throw these out you need to burn these at some point <laughs> you instead of just laundering them endlessly yeah and... <laughs> would you so... guys ever like hold on <laughs> this yeah. is that kind of odd though man we're after only dark yeah after dark um <laughs> joe hold on joe's entire like <laughs> 
goal for this pod was to get me as fucked up as I was for my love for our uh, love in the villa episode, and he managed to do it before the pod even started. So, uh, <laughs> so imagine this, but plus an hour. It's six minutes in. I'm already talking about cum rags, but like, man, um, <laughs> you guys ever like come you know, like <laughs> you guys ever use a cum rag so much it like hurts your dick at a certain point? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, you idiot! I use Kleenex. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why would I be using the same thing over and over? It's like sanding. You it's some... like sanding your cock at a certain point. You, know I mean? you want some hippie shit? Global warming isn't real, dude. Get over it. <laughs> Didn't know I was on the Greta Thunberg hour. <laughs> Joe, weigh in though. What are Come your on. thoughts on that? Sanding your dick, yes or no? <laughs> With a camera. Um. So, so no. But, <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna let you two continue this pre-pod banter. <laughs> anyway, yeah, keep, uh, <laughs> keep, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I wanted to thank this listener for writing in. George, also, I did the research. This movie has never existed. I fucking got you, dude. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, this, this listener was having a laugh. He got his bow. Are you I kidding it, me, man? I thought it was real. That sounded so real. I know. But I think this is very valid. You know, I also have concerns about ChatGPT. And I promise this listener, I will unlock the evil version this weekend and have some fun with it. Bad GPT. Yeah. Well, I think that's the first step to fully automating this podcast is to get a ChatGPT with no boundaries a chat gpt they'll ask you about sandpaper in your dick we need to be working smarter not harder <laughs> so we get look we Pause. get chat gpt <laughs> we get chat gpt and then we get the female like text-to-speech tiktok voice to just read it out loud and that's our podcast joe you know a lot about automation and yeah. e-learning do you yeah. think that's a sustainable business model um i'm I- uh sure sure i mean <laughs> i mean with, with any of these ai things i mean the the only the output is only as good as the input so mm. it just depends of how you know fiendish people are on the internet in the first place but right but sure yeah, yeah right right sometimes the output is better than the input from the male perspective you know what i'm talking about guys wait i'm no struggling no, to understand no. what you're talking about <laughs> I, I, I do not understand Okay, this there is a part into all the boys where a girl is interrogating Laura Jean about like, oh, what have you and Peter done? And she's rattling off all these like sex acronyms, and I had to rewind. It's like, oh, this isn't supposed to make sense because I was watching it, and I'm like, no. So, so I had to I had to pretend that it did make sense so that like I knew what it was. Okay, and I kind of knew what it was, and like I did know what it was, I think, but. Yeah, no, it I, wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't obvious. It wasn't. I obvious. think it's intentionally written to be ambiguous. Yeah. Wait, uh, what did you think? I want to know what you thought it was. <laughs> well, I think. Well, you know. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll get into a 20 minute breakdown of what each of these individual <laughs> oh, things yeah. are. But, 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 sure. It was. It was. I guess an example would be right, like right. H to C, H to B etc right like is that what you're thinking of yeah but it's like it was rattled off so like am i listening to very, chess very moves? Yeah, 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 like no, what the was, fuck is was, going on yeah yeah, yeah. it so, was yeah it, it, it was quick but yeah like you <laughs> you kind of have to assume h is like hand well that's and, what i thought and like c or a, b wait is h to various... b is hand to boob yeah yeah what? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. We're gonna need to relitigate this part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Because it went kinda, a little over kinda, my it's head. Kinda, it's kind of coming at you from both perspectives mm. simultaneously, right? See so both sides like, like Chanel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Frank so, like, so, so like the B and the C can be from. It's like from either perspective, I guess. Right. You, you, you would say like you're not only looking at it. Wait, from move like a, to hand? No. no. <laughs> No, 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 no. The H comes first oh. in both. So it's, Always it's, it's, it's H to something. But I'm just saying the H can be either, in this case, the male hand mm. to the female body or either the female mm. hand to the male body. You're oh, you all... kind of have to be able to like adjust on the fly. I got to say, you're already bringing a more nuanced perspective yeah, to gender yeah, yeah. relations than yeah, we've had yeah, in like yeah. eight episodes. So, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, depending on how you identify. Yes. I need to, yeah. Well, I was going to say, unfortunately... Like, I've looked at your analytics. So, big news. We have some people in Texas who have tuned in, probably for the gun hey. talk. Shouts out to the Texans. We're going to do a live tour. 
might be Joe Rogan listening. Tread softly. <laughs> but I was going to say, unfortunately, <laughs> so Spotify collects the gender data of your listeners. Unfortunately, we have still yet to garner any non-binary listeners, but we're working on it. So, you know. What are you doing to to do, to mitigate that, Pat? <laughs> um, I what, don't know. What sort of, how are you putting in the work, Pat? <laughs> Trying to be less of a misogynist, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Trying and failing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But we do have a little bit more parity between male and female listeners. At one point, it was like 55-45. Usually, it's like two-thirds. I'll let you guess which way that's <laughs> distributed towards. Yeah, disproportionate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if I can jump in, I, I have a reveal on pod that I wanted to do. Oh, I guess we could file man. this under like Netflix news, the news. The news. All right. So I finally got the dreaded message that I was deplatformed today and then I can't log into my parents' Netflix anymore. <laughs> dude, Wait. you went on a rant. Hold on, pause, dude. You went on a rant like five episodes ago yeah. about how simping off of like your boyfriend's pod is <laughs> bullshit. Um, is like and, and then you're simping off your parents' right. pod. What's so this about? You're you're my... you're living in their basement at this at this point. My parents in their Netflix and I basement. have not broken up. We still talk to each other. <laughs> well, eh. hey, look, I don't covered. You, don't you talk to your ex? No, uh, no, everyone's dead to me. Um, no, I I provided prime channels for them, and they've been. You know, it's a it's an exchange. Right, it's a right. marketplace of ideas. Right. It's anyway. A, it's I a hunter gatherer type of relationship. You need both. Yeah. In the end, you're the. Are you? Would you say? I think you're the gatherer. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Go, <laughs> I'm gonna go out and say you're a gatherer. Look, berries, legumes, you need it all. <laughs> anyway, I was finally cut off, so I'm like, I also considered just not ever mentioning this to you and just watching stuff on Streamio, like all the Netflix originals, watching them illegally via Streamio. Wait, that would and... be so funny if you had a Netflix podcast. <laughs> you did not have netflix well i'm like i could just like legitimately all i want to do is watch tubi now so i could just not have netflix so 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 you know you know like your parents can just come back log in here say yeah this is like a safe space and then you can watch for a month and then just need to come back again wait is it a month yeah it's like oh yeah, i didn't yeah, yeah yeah so 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 parents so okay Half-ass internet research, like shouts out to you know the Podfather, Ringer, yeah, yeah, shout, yeah, shouts out to Podfather. Um, apparently, this is un, like not tested, not verified, very just like that's really the kind of information yeah, yeah, we yeah, like yeah, on this pod right, to go right. on. So apparently, if within one month you log in to an IP address mm. and say, like, still me, lol, like <laughs> with a specific device, so like whether yeah. that be a phone or a laptop or like a tablet or whatever. Hopefully not a TV that you need to like, you know, <laughs> ship back and forth between different locations. Right. But you can say, yeah, no, like it's still me, still here, like all good. Um, still counts as your, you know, one one account, one network, like whatever. One love. One love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to True. say that. Yeah, one yeah, love. Yeah. Have, <laughs> hashtag love is love, according to the Howard Rachel podcast. Um, wow. I didn't know that. Apparent, uh, yeah. Huh. So, so uh, uh, yeah. Apparently so. So as long as I mean, smart TVs obviously make it more difficult. Right. If you log into a TV uh. and and they say like this is my home address, you're not gonna lo like you know like dismount your TV, pause your TV <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like move it to different locations. Right. But you know if you just if you're like a phone Chromecast type of person, you know you like you're not doing it via your TV, you're doing it via your device and you're casting. You can go to multiple locations within the month and say still me ah, all good huh. and apparently that's still okay. still dre still still <laughs> still, still <laughs> definitely still yeah uh, yeah we're, huh. we're, we're still dre we're still definitely west coast like South okay Beach. yeah yeah i mean i'm at this point i'm like yeah fuck it's probably easier just to pay for my own netflix and not have to constantly go into streamio but like i don't know if i have to watch one movie a week on netflix could just do that through streamio and how much do i care about their tv series not very much in fact joe <laughs> people are constantly giving me the advice that you gave me right before we started recording okay, yeah. that we should start covering netflix tv series and i'm like 
nah yeah <laughs> and people I mean, are always saying this would make the plot a lot better i'm like I, nah <laughs> I, I mean i do feel the series have a more engagement more reach mm. than oh than, no doubt than, no doubt than, than the movies do i mean personally like i watch way more tv series than movies but i mean i'm just a special guest i mean y'all gonna cut this audio probably like you know oh this is a lot even tape. goes live so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah this is like this is like the director's cut like whenever you all set up patreon three years from now maybe people are hearing this in like 2026 i don't know like, yeah. oh also george i wanted to tell you it's too hard to find it back on my phone so i'll just paraphrase but joe sent me a text saying yeah i've heard from industry insiders that to really build up a following for podcasts yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to consistently put out content at a weekly cadence quote unquote <laughs> over a two plus year period <laughs> and that just made me think about like shooting hoops by yourself in a gym for two years straight to like hone your skill set <laughs> well yeah you know malcolm gladwell baby six thousand yeah. hours no <laughs> sorry what <laughs> wait how many that is ten thousand yeah that's what i said oh never no. mind i thought no no no, no 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 you absolutely said six <laughs> yeah don't let him gaslight me <laughs> uh malcolm gladwell was on the lolita express what do we think about that the lolita express yeah epstein's flight logs we've oh, talked about this show, no right? way oh no what what's, what's that Sorry. Never mind. Sorry. Neither of so you guys that? know we're just moving on. Dude, right, cool. Malcolm Gladwell was on that yeah. shit? And the creator of The Simpsons, too. So it's like, you know, what What were they doing on that plane? Uh, groaning or whatever? Yeah. I think well, he was he groaning. Was groaning. <laughs> Apparently he made some girl like massage his gross feet or something. Damn. Uh, maybe look this up to verify it, but, you know. Malcolm Gladwell. Mr. Uh, 10,000 Hours. <laughs> Mr. Uh, David and Goliath himself. Who do you think was David and who do you think was Goliath in his uh, role play with, with yeah. Lolita? What was the tipping point of Malcolm Gladwell on the Lolita <laughs> What do you think the tipping point of this podcast is as soon as we've done it for two calendar years? Who, who saw the dog on the Lolita Express? Is this like a Power of the Dog reference? Dude, you, you need to get in your bag more about Malcolm Gladwell books, apparently. <laughs> I don't like, know. I've read one. Letting, I've listened to a lot of his me, pod. Letting my jokes fall flat, but you're just uneducated. Like. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I had a summer reading list before my own damn podcast. <laughs> anyway, I've been deplatformed from Netflix. Things are going great. <laughs> Tubi would never deplatform me. No, Tubi and I understand each other. Yeah, uh... <laughs> Tubi is like a girl that you get along with great, but all your friends are like, "This girl's super weird." Like, are you sure? She's super bad for you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> she's super toxic. <laughs> and you're like, "No, no, it's all under control." It's really cool when we hang out at three in the morning, and I never bring her around. So, so apparently, the Lolita Express only made one thousand trips, rough, roughly one thousand trips between 1991 and 2019. But I feel like if they would have pumped those numbers up. <laughs> to 10,000 hours. <laughs> we would have been in the clear. Yeah. And they, and they would have been okay and not, and not found out of any misdemeanors. Did you guys see the real estate listing for Little St. James, like Epstein's Pedo Island? Like it was put on the market. Yes. yes. That's a tough sell. Let me tell you, as somebody who uh, may or may not work in the real estate industry, yeah, you I, really have to finesse that listing copy. Yeah, I haven't seen that one on Selling Sunsets yet. Which is... <laughs> Would you say that's an up and coming neighborhood? I would say Balls. I would say it's a gritty property with a lot of character. <laughs> it's really awesome. I would say it's a fixer upper. Yeah, yeah, a spiritual fixer upper. It's awesome describing stuff as gritty when people are getting like murdered in the streets. It's got a lot of texture, you know. Yeah, a lot of character. It's got character. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my favorite one. Is character. Character is like a good uh, whitewashing of everything. Yeah, there is a. It's like. There was a channel at one point. It's like we got character. I think FX oh, or something. We got character. Yeah, we've or it's we've got characters. Maybe. Yeah, we have characters. Showtime. We have characters. Is that what? It, <laughs> is that what it was? I'm convinced this is a real thing. I don't know what channel. Pornhub. We have characters. <laughs> is that was that it? Uh, I think it was FX. FX. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Joe, are you looking this up? I feel like I'm, I can't tell I'm... if you're googling things or not. Um, are you looking at Pornhub's tagline or what? 
no, it's it's mostly NBA trade deadline reaction right now. <laughs> as I'm letting y'all and George like do your all, right. but yeah. Just one question: Are you winning or losing money on the basis of this? <laughs> um. Well, it is Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so far. Not enough info to tell. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll we'll check in season two, maybe. I was gonna say I I really enjoy all the art- articles leading up to Super Bowl, where it's like we ran the simulation ten thousand times, and here are yeah. the results. You gotta run a simulation at least like four digit number we of for- times. No, no, no. We didn't run a simulation. We forced a bot. <laughs> yeah. To, we we didn't run a bot. We forced a bot to run a simulation ten thousand times. Have you seen the memes where it's like? an AI generated like nonsense script. And it's like, we forced a bot to watch a thousand hours of like pirates of the Caribbean. Here's what it wrote. And it's, it's like, wait, you're supposed you to force a bot. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. You, you're it, suppo- it, that, that is the job of a bot is to be forced to do things. Right? Yeah. It's like, you don't hold it against its will. It has no will of its own. Yeah. Or yeah, does yeah. it? Skynet. Oh, shit. Anyway, we forced a podcaster to rewatch to all the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and folks, let me tell you, it was a delightful movie. I think we should just get right to the to the meat of it. Let's go. Yeah, LFG. George has his physical notebook back this episode. I was a little choked up last episode when he had a computer. Um, yeah, I will say a few minutes go. into this movie, I'm like, this is charming. This is fun. This is what... Uh, the kissing booth wishes it was. It even looks better as a movie. <laughs> right, yeah. The I'm I'm not actually sure the release cadence, shall we say, <laughs> of the kissing booth compared to to all the boys because I do distinctly remember to all the boys. Like the first one, like was quite a big build up to the first one that came out. I believe in 2018. I later yeah 2018 um, and I think it was first to market and I, I I yeah I think it was and I and I actually think that based on the success of to all the boys you know the not the algorithm the algorithm <laughs> then you know we we got like perfect date Sierra Burgess kissing booth even maybe I'm but I'm sure kissing I, booth was already in production but but sure like a lot of these team rom-coms came out on the back of to all the boys yes i feel like netflix went real hard with that type of content real hard pause with that type of content for like a couple years and then kind of diversified into like a bit more reality Mm. and true crime and stuff yeah but you're right there was a whole flock of these movies um a lot of which had no centipede in them uh we'll (laughs) talk about his performance in this movie versus his other work in a little bit i have some Mm -hmm. thoughts uh but i would say to all the boys is kind of the platonic ideal of a netflix like teen rom-com funny easy to watch yeah sincere enough yeah. you know it it did it very well and then yeah the kissing booth definitely does not hit the same as yeah. this <laughs> yeah i'd say you're right um great asian representation in this one <laughs> loved it uh how many asian characters do we have in this one eight three we had three. uh uh right well two no i mean uh, two half asian girls I mean, right i mean i mean like irl or in the movie oh yeah so i guess okay well hold on you know yeah i, I mean you have these like these girls well, 23 and me's no, pulled up, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we have some test results I mean, here <laughs> but i mean as as you pointed out in previous episodes in um kissing booth we have a lee character yes we don't have a lee character in this movie oh i see you're right. They have white names, um, but uh, aesthetically, they are Asian, and we have excellent representation here. Uh, we have a uh, white father and uh, a dead dead. I I'm guessing. I'm just guessing here. Asian no. mother. Uh, uh, yeah, and... the mother would no, have no, to no, be. No, no, I, I don't think you're guessing. I think it's pretty. <laughs> It's, it's pretty it's pretty confirmed in the movie when they go to the mom's parents' house wearing hanbok for Lunar New Year. Um that like, yeah. It's also they, not the mom ambiguous is, that she's the, dead. The, the, yeah. It's not an Easter egg. The, the, the mom is dead, the mom is Korean. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. Um and the two daughters are 
half Asian. I was three, uh, three, three, three daughters are half Asian. I was gonna ask you guys, do you think this dad? <laughs> do you think this dad like taught in Korea for a year or something? Like, what's his backstory? <laughs> Wait, do we ever hear the back? We hear the backstory of they always used to go to the corner cafe for dates. I don't think. Does he say how he first met her? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just playing on the fact that like so many white dudes meet like their wives and yeah they when go when they're off they for a year teach teaching in korea yeah you know what i mean yeah would you guys ever go teach for a year and like in japan only for the love of teaching i wouldn't be there to try to meet well, that was good i mean i i did go to japan for my honeymoon i <laughs> might be going to korea this year <laughs> so maybe i'm not the best person i or I'm either the ideal person to answer this question or the worst <laughs> person to answer this question. I don't know. Could be either. <laughs> could yeah, yeah. Could, right. could 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 be either. In bachelor parlance, are you going for the right reasons? <laughs> I mean, I'm going for hashtag cultural yeah. reasons. Like, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I mean, I feel this is genuine. Like the the dad's like sorry, like don't want to step on the toes of the actual like structure of the podcast but like yeah the dad, it's super the dad's like, like you know the dad's like a good guy like i'm sure you know he talked about the you know him him and the the mom or his wife at the time like you know she was playing music on the jukebox and they were like into it and she was dancing so, mm-hmm. so yeah i'm sure it was like a very wholesome like above above board above, above board yeah that's the word. <laughs> so you don't think that's the word above board like nothing kind of like right. weird about this yeah you don't think he abused his power while he was teaching in korea is what, <laughs> is what you're saying no, 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 no. you just got a no. sinister vibe no. from like this super charming nice character i i did think that we had the same watch at one point i was Whoa. gonna stop the scene and go back to it but then i was too lazy but i was like damn i thought i think we have the same watch in one scene of the film sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure me and this dad have the same watch. I don't know. I don't even know how to answer that. (laughs) Yes, and me, man. Come on. (laughs) What the fuck? And crab swirling over here. So, so did you? I don't know. I didn't go back, man. I was too lazy to go back. Did you go on Instagram? What do you mean you're too lazy to go back? It's like one remote. What do you mean? Do you think there's a website for like? watch finding watch. i'm sure there is watchwatch.com look there's an internet movie car database internet movie gun database internet movie database there's got to be a watch that hashtag after the range <laughs> hashtag arm the teachers hashtag arm the Whoa. podcast okay here okay guys this is live um watch dash id.com tells you <laughs> celebrity watches this is a watch id is a comprehensive guide to watches worn by celebrities and spotted in the movies whoa spotted celebrities what should we search (laughs) what should we search up (laughs) did you guys ever see that instagram account fake watch busta where the guy exposes rappers for having fake watches that's like his sole mission in life it rocks no no Uh, Pat, what watch this? <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what wait, watch wait. this? Search up here. Well, what, what, what watch? Do you yeah, have? what your? <laughs> what do you I'm mean? like, I don't know what your watch is. What, I don't know anything about watches. What fossil watch do you have? All right, let's try this one. Fossil. Liam Neeson. No, you literally clicked on Liam Neeson just so you sound cool. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, You're like, what's this? Cool this looks the same. Dude. This looks the same. Fossil BQ nine three eight five Liam Neeson oh, from, good one. from the Cra- <laughs> the Gray in the movie <laughs> The Gray the main character John Otway played by Liam Neeson wears a fossil BQ nine three eight five watch. Um, that's cool. It's one hundred and twenty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna rein you in. Let's let's set up the plot of this movie. <laughs> Which it's also very funny because this is one of the bigger movies we've done. Like, honestly, until now, like maybe the kissing booth or knives out was the biggest. But it's like, I would assume most people have seen this movie by now. Is that a fair assumption? It was a pretty, pretty big deal yeah. as far as like Netflix yeah. originals go. Yeah, I think all the boys have seen. Okay, sorry, folks, we are back. Dude, that's just if you're listening to this podcast podcast and at this point episode nine you expect the breaks to be well timed or make any sort of sense i have some magic beans to sell you okay (laughs) you know what you're in for all right so i was cut off for a few minutes there but basically i will 
recap the premise of this movie and then we'll dive into some of the details. Uh, I think I took the least notes of anyone, but also I'm the host. So, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, so this movie, <laughs> the protagonist is Laura Jean. Uh, she's a very nice young lady. She's about to enter grade 11. Uh, she hasn't had any romantic experience. So she's kind of watching her older sister go away to college and break up with her boyfriend. She's hanging out with her younger sister, Kitty, who is, I believe, 11. Um, and Laura Jean has had intense crushes over the course of her life, but never a relationship. <laughs> so what she's done is she's written letters to the bo- all the boys uh, that she's loved before at various points, kind of dating back from grade school until now. And she's held on to these letters. But wouldn't it be crazy? Wouldn't it be, dare I say, twisted if Kitty were to leak these letters to their recipients, uh, which ends up happening? Uh, no spoilers. And then uh, Laura Jean ends up basically having a fake relationship with Peter Kavinsky, as portrayed by Noah Centipede. Um, and then this relationship, although it starts from a fake place uh, to kind of uh, perhaps get back at his old girlfriend, who is uh, Laura Jean's like nemesis, it becomes something very real, obvious. Yeah, but we should say, so the, the reason she develops this fake relationship is because this letter that she wrote to him at one point gets sent to him and he goes he basically confronts her like what the fuck yeah <laughs> and she doubles down i guess and just is so because so two letters get sent one to uh her sister's ex and then one yes. to noah centipede and a few others but these are the main ones that affect the plot yeah yeah these two um i don't know what her sister's ex's name is let's call him jeffrey millipede josh, josh. okay <laughs> <laughs> We're both like, no, it's in our notes. It's Josh. <laughs> so Jeffrey Millipede. So Jeffrey. She- <laughs> so she sends one to Jeffrey Millipede. And I think she likes him more initially. And yes. it's just too awkward to engage. And instead of engaging because her sister just broke up with. This is like the anti-kissing booth. Because the kissing booth is all about not hooking up with your ex. Although the main character does it. Um, this one is like, you know, you know what? They're the same thing. This Did is not you write the... this in your notes, like <laughs> complex mathematical equations. It's the anti-kissing booth, like it's solve for the negative. Yeah, but you know what? Now that I'm thinking about, it, they're like the same because it's like don't hook say, up with your sister. Like same shit. Don't hook up with your siblings. It's ex, like right? overthinking, like why this relationship can't happen when clearly it should happen. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. Although I guess that that would be weird, right? In their in their defense, hooking up with your like siblings ex, I mean, is a little weird. You guys weird, are right? the ones who have siblings. I'm an only child, so That's... speak to it. The sibling piece, yeah, it'd be fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> George, you mean you and your grade ten brother aren't dating the same women? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of a surprise. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, Vancouver's a small town, man. What can I say? <laughs> um but but uh i guess that they're a little different in that the kissing booth like it's not like um it's like don't hook up with your best Best friend's sibling sibling. but in this one it's like don't hook up with your sibling's ex yeah so they're not exactly the same right (laughs) are they the same or are they different (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) and 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 also in this movie it wasn't written down in a book from five to ten years ago as well so there's a slight slight difference although similarity is that old paper trail documents you've written down come back to haunt you in the present day correct so maybe the moral of all these movies is just don't write stuff down go paperless right 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 because this is you know the leaking of these letters it's kind of like it's almost like a digital leak in the way it disrupts her life. It's a fappening, if you will. <laughs> I was about to say that, and I'm like, nah, I'll take the high road. I, I, I think that's the second fappening reference <laughs> of this pod. In I don't think so. Eight, that could in be. In season one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't like what you're doing on your computer over there. <laughs> you're reading transcripts of every episode. You're not hearing a fapping sound from over here. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I just don't like being held accountable Pause. for the things we've said. <laughs> That's all. Um, so uh, they... Anyway, she doesn't want to um, 
uh, antagonize her sister. So she yes. doesn't hook up with that guy. And so that is why she ends up um, choosing Noah Centipede because she wants to basically distance herself from yes. that other guy. So kind of the scene, if I can just jump in, the scene that sets it all in motion is when Josh walks up with his letter and he's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> and then in a panic, she just kisses Noah Centipede a very short term solution to deflecting Josh and then things snowball from there. Now she I wanna... kisses him. There's a lot of like sports area kissing. In There's this a movie. lot of, a lot of field makeouts, <laughs> a lot yeah. of field makeouts. She, so she makes up with Noah centipede on a track. Yes. Right. Like that. Other students are running around. Yeah. Like, like, imagine like, act, seeing, like actively <laughs> imagine just seeing this as you're trying to do the hat round. Like, yo, can you not do this? Why not? And then she goes on to kiss him, um, on a, lac- in the middle of a lacrosse game one yeah. at one point. Right. Like, yeah, she doesn't respect the sanctity of sports. No, she doesn't. Some people she, say I, they're an art. Some I, people don't. I don't think she considers them an art. No, no. <laughs> lacrosse is not an art. <laughs> So, so, so that was actually one of my first notes from the movie is that they have decided that the the jock character from the movie plays lacrosse right. as as like the sport from <laughs> from the school because like throughout the throughout the movie not not only does it reference lacrosse in multiple times <laughs> but it's like lacrosse is the like oh you're you're not a cheerleader like you're a lacrosse cheerleader from the school like lacrosse is the sport like a whole separate designation from from the school right like Um, the navy seals of cheerleaders are the lacrosse cheerleaders right right and i and i I do feel like i mean i mean i I mean i'm just a guess like i'm i'm no one but say it but we're all guests on this land but i mean i mean i mean you've just been saying that's right george you've just been saying noah centipede and i can't live with this disrespect i mean so so we're talking about peter kaminsky yes aka irl noah centineo yes heartthrob teen heartthrob been in many netflix movies some (laughs) this one definitely some of of which we may come to in future 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 episodes future seasons my voice can't get much higher but but sure <laughs> noah centipede from now on but yeah no no like yeah. noah centineo puts put some respect on his name <laughs> um yeah that th- yeah that's yeah all, that's all the special guest wants to interject at this point no no i i do appreciate you clearing up the name because maybe some people are truly clueless and they're like is he really called noah centipede <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody brings that up in conversation to their friends not knowing that we're joking fuck that it's noah centipede and jeffrey millipede those are our two <laughs> those are the two male leads of this film okay josh, josh, josh millipede noah centipede those are the two how, male leads hashtag how many legs yeah. is in a, <laughs> to all dull legs real friends how many legs of us so look i want to pose a radical thought experiment to you guys are you feeling creative are you able to visualize are you loose in the zone yeah i'm loose dude can you not tell i'm loose i'm loose bitch bitch i'm loose (laughs) violently faded uh so what if we took noah centipede and put him in the kissing booth and then we took elord and put him into all the boys what would those movies look like? Are they better <laughs> movies? Are they worse movies? I George, George, you go first because I, I yeah, you go first. <clears throat> you have some. Okay, I think it's a hard one. That's a tough one. Um, at least I think it's a hard one. <laughs> here's here's what I'll say. I think the kissing booth becomes slightly better. I think yes. <laughs> to all the boys gets slightly worse. <laughs> so I think Elord's energy and look is. Well, arguably wrong for the kissing booth, but definitely wrong for this movie. Uh, he's too, like, dark and intense. But I think uh, Noah Centipede would... Mm, maybe if the script was a little bit stronger in the kissing booth and, like, the actors around him were a bit stronger. Because it's like, I think in this specific movie, his acting works. I don't know if I've seen it work in any of the other movies with him. But something about this, like, a rising tide carries all ships, right? Like, it's just a good movie overall. And it's like... I would say his acting style is idiosyncratic, perhaps. Uh, one of my friends was messaging me, and she was like, Noah Centimeter should only act in, like, safety training videos. I'm like, damn, that that is a good take. 
<laughs> the work safe video. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, when you have some bullshit job as a teenager and they're like, all right, we're going to screen this video and then leave you in the break room. <laughs> so like Noah Centipede Dude, telling you has that how to get your hand caught in something. <laughs> has that ever happened with you guys, man? Those are the best shifts, man, when yeah. they have to get you to watch some bullshit training. Well, right? also when you're looking around being like, all right, we're all part of this crew. And then six weeks later, you're like the only person left from that crop. You're like, I thought we were in this together. <laughs> Shouts out to Fresh Street Market. <laughs> Great place to get groceries. Yo, let's talk part-time jobs for a second. <laughs> you used to work at Fresh Street. Tell us a story from Fresh Street Market. Man. Um, what was that like? All of those are in a sealed case file. You know what? I, I met some really good friends there. It was like pretty nondescript as a job. But it was good because like they they gave me a lot of hours like in the summers. And then would also let me work overtime in the grocery department. Mm. And I just would never rotate any of the stock in the grocery department. Because stuff that like dry goods that expire in like three years from now. So it's like, what, I'm going to check the month like a fucking nerd? No, I just put it out on the shelf. All right. So so if I can get to my Nardwar shit. Yeah. Okay. So that was Fresh Street. What about Bob's? Oh, man. Oh, shit. I haven't seen that in years. Uh, so. So wait. So So Pat. Do 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 <laughs> do do. Uh, George, uh, Joe is referencing a very deep <laughs> cut. Uh, this is at Delbrook Plaza in North Vancouver, Bob's Produce Stand, which is open for about four to five months of the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, learned how to use like an old-fashioned cash register there. That was pretty dope. Carry crates. I I yeah. saw you carry crates. Oh yeah, I I did it all, man. Um, this was this, this was Narapata before Narapata. Yeah, that was like an oddly well-paid job for like unskilled labor that hired teenagers. Uh, yeah, shout out to the owner. You Dude. guys were there together or what? No, no, no. That was no, just no, no. near. I'm, I, I'm just trying to bait Pat into saying, how how do you know that? <laughs> how do you know that? Y'all Pat from <laughs> How Original. We have to know that. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's where my professional career began and uh, probably has been downhill ever since then. <laughs> I used to work at McDonald's, man. I was there during the fucking 2011 riots, man, the, the Vancouver riots. I was out there in Granville Street. Holy shit. During the, the Canucks riots Wait, in Vancouver. On, on Granville? Yeah, on Granville Street. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. For real? Yeah, for real, man. Did... I, I saw the Wait. smoke. I saw the smoke rising Wait. out in the distance. Wait, so, so, okay, so, 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 okay, sorry, so, I'm crab swirling, so, off, <laughs> off pod, me and Pat were talking about this before, how old are you? Oh, 28, eight. Wait, yeah, wait, 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 so you're one year younger than me and Pat, uh-huh, uh-huh. so, so, okay, so you were still, like, grade 11, 11, 11 10 in the yes 10 Olympics? grade 10 yeah grade 10. yeah so so you're working downtown yeah mcdonald's yeah. on Gra- granville yeah granville. and damn dude granville and i can't even imagine it in my head right now like i don't know granville and oh like howard's i don't know man yeah it was granville mcdonald's sure, sure, yeah sure, sure. so but you're in the you're in the thick all right geogazer <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to get the fucking top ten in the world right now. Yeah, okay. So, so you, yeah, because I remember Burger King in the Olympics, but yeah, you were in like the thick of it, oh, yeah. like downtown. Yeah, but not, but not in the Olympics, like in Stanley Cup, right? Stanley like Cup. Downtown. Oh, sorry. Yeah, did I say Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. You were in the fog of you war, were in, dude. Yeah. Were you tempted to like take off your apron and just join the riders? Oh, for sure. You're man. like, this looks way better than serving McDoubles. <laughs> Bro, I was about to go full Lord of the Flies, dude. Put some patties on my titties and like just strip down naked. Like put some ketchup on my forehead. <laughs> some war paint. You know what I'm saying? Mustard. And, Bully a kid with glasses. Some mustard and motherfucking hot mustard. Hot hot mustard sauce on my so, face. So did bro in the grease jersey come through to McDonald's within the riots? Or was that just London drugs? Bro in the grease. What is this? So... So, so okay, so when we're talking 2011 Vancouver riots, like Canucks lost game seven against the Brit, like, so it was just the Boston stage, Bruins, like the Boston Bruins yeah. lost game seven. This was like when, when they was just like our grad, sorry, like I'm, I'm pointing, which isn't good for audio, but like me and Pat, no, no, it's good. grade, grade 12, like grad class, like senior year riots. 
bro was wearing a grease the country grease <laughs> soccer which is an art for <laughs> like jersey Knew that was gonna happen um he he was like one of the legendary characters oh. of of the riots like he had if we were talking about like a world star like <laughs> hit and like well, not hit and run but like highway getaway from the police like you know boom 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 like this that and the third like was there a bron- car chase getaway bronco chase this guy was like <laughs> literally like in a bronco in a bronco chase wearing like a grease 2004 euro championships jersey which don't mean anything to you but like for those who fuck with soccer like understand what i'm saying like jersey <laughs> did he come into the mcdonald's <laughs> Before he was accosted and had the standoff on free to stream cbc.ca. Dude, CBC the, the pod knows my stats on soccer. You know I wouldn't have any clue if he came into my fucking McDonald's at any point. I, I would have zero no, zero no. It is very clue. funny to imagine you handing him French fries and being like, this person surely won't go on to become infamous based on today. <laughs> It was like the Uncle Ben scene from Spider-Man 1. It's yeah. like, <laughs> I just passed him by, you know yeah. what I mean? And then he goes on to kill my my uncle. Can you Okay, can you guys imagine, like, the stress if you got carried away and you were, like, involved in the riots and there were pictures of you and then you have to go back to school the next day and be like, yep, went to bed early last night, had a normal one. <laughs> that would be really stressful. Yeah, man. Because um, there were a lot of young people who were found afterwards based on like photos and testimony and stuff. yeah yeah like taking gucci shit and <laughs> or like, like whatever they did yeah like stealing from the stores and shit yeah, yeah man um yeah it was kind of scary it's kind of scary being behind the friars that day yeah that's uh <laughs> that's a tough day at the friars man <laughs> it was a tough day at the friars. <laughs> no smoke break you have to stay on the friars yeah <laughs> my dad used to wear my uh he 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 really liked the Olympics drip that we put out, Jeremy, because we had like special Olympics uniforms. <laughs> and after the Olympics were over, we like switched it back to our regular that uniforms. Rocks. And my dad would wear the Olympics drip like just out and about, like just the McDonald's uniform Damn. Olympics drip. That's like stolen valor, dude. Like he yeah. probably had people come up to him and thank him for his service, and he was just like, "Yeah, no problem, no problem, <laughs> my pleasure, guys." <laughs> Ten thousand Big Mac surf, you know, no big deal. What did you guys do during the Vancouver Olympics? Did you like try to get some like? Olympics, like for like, you, you try to get some strange or what? Bro, so, so, <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so Vancouver Olympics was when we were in grade seven, um, seven, seven, eleven, or eleven. Yeah, we, yeah. We were we were in grade eleven, <clears throat> right? Twenty ten. And yeah. bro, like w- when I say I was downtown on Granville for the first time in my life, like I was downtown on Granville for the first time in my life. Like when people were coming back from the cross, like. Sid Crosby's Sid Crosby's moment in 2010 was scoring that fucking goal to win the gold medal game. When I talk about the C bus, people are coming back to the north to North Van after Sid's goal, bro. I like as a fucking 17 year old, I was going downtown after Sid Crosby's goal. To I probably went to your fucking McDonald's like for all I know. <laughs> and threw like, something through I, the prob- I probably I probably like fucking sent shit. No 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 this is all no, satire. No, no, Everything no, we no, say on here yeah, is satire. Yeah, yeah. That, that protected. Was, that, that was the year off. Yeah, bro. That that was the year like, you know, like all these coming of, much like to all the boys, like these coming of age stories. Uh. The Olympics in grade 11 was a coming of age story a tipping point a tipping point a david and goliath (laughs) some sort of talking to strangers if you will like some sort of ten thousand hours like an outlier whatever was yeah my life in grade 11 going downtown (laughs) my life a movie (laughs) i was bowling on granville as a fucking like 16 17 year old during the olympics like yeah (laughs) <laughs> wait 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 did you talk to brazilian girls or what <laughs> you were talking around dude, that was the most politician ass answer ever dude did you talk to brazilian girls or nah joe biden did you talk to brazilians or nah <laughs> the, the, the joe biden clip where he's like to trump you've been saying this for years just show us man just show us <laughs> All right, I, I so, fear we've gone a bit derailed <laughs> from 
I believe Bro, the movie even, was even, even for this pod. This is a all right. So like... the the letters piece, the leaking of the letters. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back. Um, uh, this is a very random note, but I feel like the way they decorated Laura Jean's room was crazy. They didn't leave like a square inch of wall unadorned. I have to talk about this. like the props yeah. department must have been told just like. <clears throat> throw shit at every surface we don't want to see the paint color it's overwhelming so I'll, immediately you can tell the difference between kissing booth and to all the boys like <laughs> so much more care was put into the um set design the set design yeah the, yeah just even, looks and so the costuming and yeah. even everything and <laughs> dude, there was one wild thing though that i noticed that she had one entire bookshelf of just hardy boys books <laughs> i didn't notice that did you see this no i took a photo of this hold on that's so funny i'm gonna show you but um because <laughs> because i know because i had these like there were blue and yellow books um and there were the hardy boys books did you ever read the hardy boys i might have read one or two yeah wait why were they always solving mysteries <laughs> <laughs> wait <laughs> Because they weren't like <laughs> private detectives wait, wait, or anything. Was, was this Hardy Boys with a Z? Yeah, I read the Hardy Boys <laughs> with a Z. <laughs> to all the Hardy Boys I've loved before. So um, they were just like nosy kids, right? Who happened to be in a lot of like dramatic situations. Okay, Pat, look at this bookshelf. I took a photo of it. <laughs> okay, this is her room. Okay. Oh, wow. What, what do you notice? that's interesting about this bookshelf it seems very yellow and blue right they're all the same series of books it's right. an entire bookshelf of the same series of books it's the hardy boys books huh. because i had these books when i was a kid whoa and but she has like eight sets of these books so are we to assume the hardy boys was like her previous era of reading before she got into like the romance like grocery store checkout novels because that's so. what she's reading at the start so you yeah. see uh, you see that this character's window into romance is purely through fantasy and like reading about it. She has no firsthand experience, but you will by the time this movie ends. Right. And I, I don't remember how homoerotic the Hardy boys are, but I mean, I think they're brothers, but <laughs> I mean, wait, are they twins or are they just brothers? Oh, that, that does make a difference. I, well, I don't know. They look, they do. <laughs> Okay. I mean, they do look similar. Um, right. That I, could just be the illustration style, though. Um, <laughs> I think... Uh, Wait, what? I, why are we looking at this? <laughs> George, can you maybe explain to the listeners what's on your phone right now? No, <laughs> I'd rather not, I think. You'd rather plead the fifth? Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, moving on. Listen, the Hardy Boys, the Make Me Hardy Boys. Um, I think. Pause. <laughs> pause I'm sorry. Pause. I think. I think this was her sexual awakening. Mm. This is what I'm saying. This is my theory. Right. So she's one of those girls who's like horny for books. I think is what we're supposed to supposed to believe. I think she's horny for detectives. I think she's horny for true crime. I think it gets right. her off. <laughs> That's, I mean, probably a fair theory. I feel like when you have that theory, odds are it's correct. Damn. I love it on Tinder. I, she wears a lot of chokers. I think she likes to be choked up. I love it. <laughs> to rewind for a second, to press the rewind 30 seconds button. I love it when you're swiping on Tinder and you see, like, the interest that people have selected. And it's like, true crimes. Like, you're fucking twisted. Oh, yeah. It's like you're just watching Dahmer all day. Being like, I wish that was me. <laughs> God, I wish I were me. JPEG. Yeah. Anyway, man, she has a weird amount of Hardy Boys books. But... Yeah, that's very funny. And I did. So the only thing I noticed is like how decorated her room is. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the entire aesthetic of the movie is like, I, I noticed they, they did choose a lot of places with the. <laughs> with the. Uh... Let's show. Like, He's I'm looking up Hardy here. Boys with a Z. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> What's Hardy Boys with a Z? Joe can't even talk. He's laughing so hard. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, I know I, I did notice a lot of the the uh, sets in this movie do have like a lot of like really bright blue like walls or like blue yeah. accents. There's, like like the, like clearly there was thought put into the sets, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, and there's like a sense of whimsy. I should also add this goes into like I guess the main point Joe wanted to talk about with this movie. <laughs> He's still looking at crazy shit on his computer. 
so this movie is filmed primarily in Vancouver and locations along, around the Lower Mainland. I checked. There were a few parts filmed, I think, down in Oregon. This movie is meant to be set in the PNW, I think in Portland specifically. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is like suburban. And yeah, I mean, obviously Vancouver can double core anywhere in the PNW uh, quite easily. Yeah, a, a lot of the overhead shots in the movie were from Portland. Like a lot yes. of the, the bridges over the river and fucking whatever else, right? But a lot of the in like on location houses like the specific sets, location yeah. like the sets were were filmed in vancouver at the yeah. time yeah so corner cafe is a recognizable north band establishment in the pemberton neighborhood i'm kind of tempted to go to the corner cafe tomorrow and just like have a cup of coffee yeah. hang out a hundred yeah yeah good spot yeah. yeah yeah it, it's very funny to like go there and take an instagram like omg i'm in the place from the movie like five years after the movie came out <laughs> That would be funny. I think everybody would roast me on Instagram if I did it. But, you know, I'm used to getting negative feedback online at this point. So uh, one could almost say I thrive upon it. Maybe I'll go to the corner cafe. It only makes you stronger. It only makes me stronger. It fuels me. <laughs> I'm like Eminem in the early 2000s. Yeah. You know, I've been hated and discriminated against. <laughs> okay, so, so, so where are we in the movie? Oh, <laughs> we're like at square Dude, one. We're because, at the part because, where Lana Condor is a bad driver, which no, is a no, big oh, ass yeah, yeah, yeah. microaggression, that was, that dude. Was, Can I just say microaggression? That that was also a big note, but I know Pat Pat before was talking about like, okay, he's like fake relationship, you know, started dating Peter Kaminsky. Yes. You know, Noah Centipede, aka Pentagon. <laughs> Peter Kaminsky, yes. a.k.a. Noah Centineo. And we should set up yeah. so a couple more characters. So Genevieve is Peter Kaminsky's ex-girlfriend, who is kind of like, I would say the most stereotypical character in this movie and having the role of like a bitchy popular girl. Whereas Peter, I feel like, is initially set up to be like the douchey popular jock, but is actually like pretty sensitive and kind to people <laughs> and like a reasonable person who drinks like kombucha at a party because he's like, I'm not going to drink and drive. Mm -hmm. So that's where he differs from E-Lord, who definitely <laughs> would drink and drive, which he does 100% of the time in Euphoria. Yeah. Uh, it rocks. But yeah, so Genevieve is kind of a former best friend of Laura Jean's from uh, grades, uh, middle school, and they had a falling out. Now uh, Genevieve is like very mean to her, doing things like stopping Laura Jean in the hallway and mm -hmm. criticizing her boots, which yeah. look fine to me. It's a good fit. But, you know, just really picking away those details. And then uh Lori jean is now best friends with the character of chris who is genevieve's cousin portrayed by madeline arthur my wife uh <laughs> just had to throw that out there Mad about I'm, madeline i'm a big fan in fact i watched three episodes of the really bullshit netflix series the devil in ohio which sucks yeah. just because madeline arthur was in it <laughs> anyway she's a vancouver local uh she's often in vancouver uh, has not responded to any of my DMs. We'll keep trying. No, it's she, the no, profile like, of the... Like, sorry. She's from Vancouver. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah, I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, she's yeah. a Vancouver native or yeah. was, yeah, originated here. Um, yeah, I, I think she should get her own spinoff because there's going to be a spinoff now that Netflix is going to do about Kitty, the youngest sister. Mm -hmm. Do we need to take a break there? We'll take a break in a minute. So, uh pat i think you should keep trying and i think you, man. that madeline that's the blonde girl right yeah yeah so she has with these strangely big blue eyes she has an issue with lara jean because lara jean played spin the bottle with her and this Noah is centipede. this is genevieve yes who has the issue you're talking about madeline arthur who plays chris oh sorry who's lara jean's current best friend whereas Oh. Genevieve is like the nemesis that she used to be close with. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So the reason that Genevieve and Lana Condor have a beef is yeah. because um, she played Spin the Bottle with her In like one grade time. six or grade seven. Grade six or grade seven. And she made out with Laura, uh, with Noah Centipede. And when you say made out, it was like the quickest kiss possible. Yeah. It wasn't... Uh, no, no tongue. Yeah, no tongue. It's specified. And when we watch the flashback, the game tape, there is no tongue. Here's the thing. If... Somebody made up. Somebody did that to somebody that I liked in elementary school. Yeah. I'd be fucking pissed too. Whoa. Let's take a break there. Whoa. Okay. Take a break there. Blame it on the Y. I, 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 class surge. 
Y'all already know Ray J is a surge drinker. Hey folks, George here, coming at you live post-pod. This is the section of the pod that we are going to redact from the episode. Um, As Pat said at the top, your boy got a little too lit, got a little too crazy with the surge. I personally think they should put some sort of warning label on surge. Um, A lot of you may be saying... You know, there's already a warning label on there of sorts where it says 8% alcohol, ABV, rather than 5%. But I'm looking more for something like some black lung, maybe uh, some rotten teeth, you know, like uh, like they have on the cigarette packaging. I want to be deterred from buying Surge. Deterred from the Surge. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to leave like the last minute of audio in where we say goodbye but um yeah unfortunately a lot of this episode had to be left on the cutting room floor um i'm sorry i will do better next time i promise to do better for the loyalists out there luxembourg listener um i i i don't know what to tell you man if uh if you want to stop you know if you want to stop Luxembourg listening after this, that's uh, that's your prerogative. You're, you know, not going to hold you to it. Okay. Man, solo podcasting sucks. I miss Patrick. All right. Bye, guys. Enjoy the last minute. It's all got mic. Hey, we're recording. All right, Joe told us in exhaustive uh, Patrick Bateman-esque detail about that rapper he mentioned, so we're all good there. You guys can go look that one up at home. Uh, do we have any parting messages for the listeners? I guess we haven't really decided what movie we are doing next week because we we were going to do the first... I think our plan was to do the first ever Netflix original, which yeah. was like the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon <laughs> sequel. But now we've decided that's a bit much of a deep cut. A movie that I truly did not know existed. So we're going to pick something normal and chill for you guys. Should we do you people? We might do you people, which we've heard is whack as hell, but it is brand new. It's brand new and has a lot of big name actors. Um, What's going on with Jonah Hill? (laughs) What's going on in Jonah Hill's head? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Uh, He's corny as hell. He's blonde as hell. Yeah, he's, I don't know. Have you seen any of his fit pics on Instagram? Fit pics? No. Yeah, it pains me to say. Some pretty whack stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unlike this pod where we're all well-dressed. We hate to see it. Anyway, (laughs) I'm like lightheaded at this point from podcasting for so long. So I think we'll sign off here. Have good night, loyalists. And remember, Saturdays are for the boys I've loved before. (laughs) Bye. Ah, uh, bye.